0: everyone. This is Jonathan Darwin. We thank you for joining us again for PIWA Pride's Perspective Podcast. Joining me this week, our co-owner, Joe Johnson, and production manager, Daniel Green. Welcome, gentlemen.
1: Thank you, Jonathan. Uh, appreciate that. Nice introduction.
0: Hi, Jonathan. Daniel, great to have you back again. Joe, same as well. We also want to thank our sponsor, Carnivore Barbecue, some of the best barbecue you can get anywhere in West Virginia. And if you're interested in being a sponsor on our show, feel free to reach out to us at P I W a wrestling at gmail.com. Someone will be in touch with you with some of our great packages we have available for sponsors, Joe. We wrapped up talking a little bit about our first show and the next big event was in July of 2019.
1: Yep. Yep. That was uh no, no, no. Uh, it was August, August My apologies, August 19th, August. Semester zero, August. Mm-hmm. First appearance of um, T.J. Phillips, um, and that's kind of the name, how we came up with the name. He's in uh, a, a tag team called Year Zero, and mm-hmm. – We just came up with the name. Hey, Actually, it's the first show we actually had a name for. Uh, So we called it Semester Zero. It just felt right, and that's what we went with.
2: It was our back-to-school show. It was.
1: Yep, it was. That's true.
0: With it being the back-to-school show, was there a lot of uh, student-age children in attendance for that event? Um,
1: Actually, there's – Always, uh, oh, always,
0: but yeah, was there an mean, increase for that particular show is it being back to school?
1: Um, I think so. Um, you know, 85% of our crowd is, is children, their parents bring them. Um, actually, we have lower prices for kids, obviously. Actually, if you're just a student in Lincoln County, period, um. Uh, you get in for five bucks. So, um, we actually – I think that's actually when we started doing that particular gimmick mm-hmm. possibly. So, um, yeah, they they uh, they come out, man. We got, you know, intermission. They dance and they, they – you know, we play music and they dance and they just have a great time.
0: Daniel, with it, the high number of young fans in attendance, does that make the job any more difficult? from a production standpoint or from a layout standpoint for the safety of the uh, attendees?
2: As far as production goes, it doesn't really change a thing. We do try to stay family oriented. We try to watch ourselves, censor ourselves. We try to make sure that the music that plays is family friendly. Um, We try not to go um, anything explicit um, as far as that goes.
0: Gotcha. And Joe, you were discussing at this back-to-school show, Billy Masters snuck into the building to uh, give the assist to his wife. Uh, I don't know which one he wants to go first. Daniel's reaction to the fact that Billy was able to sneak in the side door. Joe, what you were thinking that evening. So why don't you please go ahead.
2: Um, I was thinking basically we failed. Our number one goal that night was to keep Billy Masters out. Keep security posted at all the doors. He somehow found his way in. We dropped the ball on that one. Um, we
1: had, we had, uh, we had anything we could to keep him out of the building legally. Um, we had restraining orders. We had everything um i did not know i had no clue and nobody else did on staff for that matter knew that billy masters had his wife in the audience at the time i had no idea um and she she just snuck around and that and she let him in and he comes in and Basically, he basically comes from behind on Cliff, which you didn't have to do to begin with. I mean, right. um, yeah, um, I mean, we did everything that we possibly could let as jump, organization to keep him out.
0: Let me, let me jump in, Joe, uh, right there. For those that are not familiar with Cliff Stowers, could you please educate our fans as who he is and what his role is in PIWA? Uh,
1: yeah, um, actually... Cliff is my student. Um, when I started reffing uh, way back in the day, um, he was he was my one of my first students, and uh, we kind of kind of sort of grew up together in the same you know small town. Um, he comes in, uh, you know, I'm teaching him stuff. He's he's pretty athletic. He you know as a referee you, you have to be athletic you just you just can't you know you can't just roll around on the mat i mean you you got to be just as athletic as the as the other guys are right um so he was my uh he was one of my first students and um you know like i said we we lived in the same small town so um that's kind of how we got to know each other and that's how he kind of became the general manager uh you know like i said it's me ron and cliff and um you know we had those connections and had the same dream so that's that's how he became general manager
0: yeah and i want to talk about at least one important point there and i think it's underestimated that or maybe underestimated is the wrong word here or taken for granted of how in shape you have to be to be a referee in a professional wrestling match while you're not competing, you have to keep up with those two individuals or four individuals or whatever the number of participants may be. And if you don't have that cardio, you're not going to last very long out there.
1: No, absolutely not. Um, I mean, we don't have to, we don't have to have the big muscles, you know, obviously, but, as far as the cardio goes, man, the way these guys some of these guys move, I mean, you gotta be there. And there's you know, there's none of this going down to your knees and making a three count or whatever. I mean, you gotta slot in there, you gotta look at those shoulders, you gotta get on the side where those shoulders are and you have to do it.
0: Right. Right. And as you were saying, masters ended up assaulting stowers that evening i I wasn't in attendance did he give any reasoning as to why that assault took place
2: Uh,
1: my guess it it goes back a long way uh way back to uh, 304 wrestling that was in huntington for years and years and years um the the masters brothers were on the show um almost all the time and cliff was the referee there i ref i ref there a lot um and i would say it has something to do with that i know i know cliff got real close with the masters brothers and uh maybe they felt slighted i'm not really sure but um
0: that's that's where it started and it leads to an eventual feud in PIWA with Ryan Pritchard.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ryan was also there. Um, he was managing, and uh, he was actually managing under the name Simon Rothschild. And uh, he also worked – you know, he was in the locker room with the Masters brothers and and all this other stuff. Um, so that's that's where the –
0: Hard feelings started uh, coming up. I got you. Uh, moving forward, then in September we had another great event, and there was a lot of big matches that evening, Joe.
1: Um, there was actually. Um, we uh, we did a lot of. Uh, I don't know. We uh, that was the night that. Actually, it wasn't the night that I learned it, but that was the show that we had where I learned that Ryan basically put our company in jeopardy and put up his fifty percent of ownership um, against uh, uh, a Team Masters. It was it was Team Piwa against Team Masters. And that's what it had came to. And I found out exactly when the fans did. I had no clue that that was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I had no clue that that was going to happen. And um, that's – I had some harsh words for Ryan. I was really upset. I was really mad. I'm still not the happiest. But um, we've kind of learned to live with each other, I guess.
0: Daniel, what was your reaction as well as some of the reaction from some of the talent in the dressing area after hearing that announcement that Ryan put up half the company to potentially lose to Billy Masters?
2: Um, so my reaction or, or my take is Billy Masters came in there um, to take charge. I mean, he wanted to take control of the company, um, Everything backstage was very tense. It was um, very, hell to the chief. You, you listened to Billy, or Billy was going to fire you. Or if you didn't do what Billy said, you were going to answer for it down the road. Um, and that was,
0: that was assuming that Billy was going to win. I mean, he told everybody that attitude from what I was told. Right. Okay. So, <clears throat> but before the match ends up taking place. There's still a lot of great action that evening. I mean, you have that four-way match between Jason Kincaid, Frankie Swamp Tower, uh, Dustin Alexander with, I know I'm going to butcher the name, so one of you help me? Uh, Nicolia. Nicolia and Krypton. Joe, take us through that match from that evening.
1: Um, That match was incredible. (laughs) Um, Jason Kincaid is a... Consummate professional in every way, shape, or form, and uh, these guys—you know—they went in there to to beat an international superstar, and they did everything in their power. Um, these guys, I mean, they at one point Kincaid had all three of the other guys in a in a in a submission. Um, these guys were flying around everywhere. I mean, it was, it was nuts. I mean, there. It was absolutely one of the best matches of the year, no question.
0: Would you say it was match of the year for twenty nineteen? I don't you know. know. I mean, that, hey, there's there's uh, other ones, but yeah. So
1: there's other ones, but uh, that was definitely in the top five for sure. It,
0: Okay, so Daniel, what are your sentiments on that? Do you think it was match of the year? Do you think it was the match of the year from what you were watching on the monitors?
2: When you have that conversation, you have to include that match. You've got to include that match because it was high energy. And those those – they were fearless. There was not a fear in that ring that night. Those, those guys were jumping, flipping – um Diving any in every direction, there was almost no fear in that ring. Those guys were out to win. they were out to show off, they were out there to uh, do their thing. Um, I remember in particular, there was a lot of um, a lot of extra attention paid to the ring that match because we had to make sure the ropes were tight enough. we had to make sure everything. Um, was properly balanced in the ring because we knew there was going to be a lot of high-flying when you had Swamp Tower, Krypton, and Jason Kincaid um, basically going to go in there and do their thing, and you knew it was going to be very technical and very um, involved on the ropes.
0: And I believe we have some footage of that, match, so let's go to that at this time.
2: Vertical
3: suplex looking like it's stalling. Oh, all that blood just rushing to your head, and he... I missed it. somehow. Oh! Go for a double taping. Oh! Reverse neck breaker. You don't think I have been? Right, she can interfere. Yeah, that's why you're looking at her. Oh! Ugh. Kick to the gut right there. Here we go. Oh, don't worry. Let's go for a buckle. Nope. Hey, Looks like a Gory special and the... a oh. line. Wait, what? She a Gory special and a reverse DDT? This is no dragon sleep? No way. Who's gonna tap first? How? How? How is he doing this? That's inhuman. Oh, oh. He Drops him down. There oh. it is. There's the elbow. Uh oh. Wait a minute. Uh, he's, he's gonna charge he's in. Waiting. Oh. I'll let him do the work for you. But wait, look behind you. Whoa. Alexander. Kincaid didn't have that mapped out. Nope. Forgot that road. That's gonna send him in. All three men to the corner. Wait. Nope. Alexander. Oh. Going to. Uh-oh. Who Kincaid's can... got something. Here it goes. Oh my A no. triple hurricane runner. There's no way. Oh my god! Girl, you better get out or you're gonna get one too. She's gonna get it. But wait a minute. Why is oh, she there's... get what is she gonna do? What is, is...
4: are they? Oh going... no, no, no
3: no, Kincaid. No. Oh, oh yes! Oh, well, is she gonna hit spinning heads? This is on Kincaid! No way. She's got some bark and bite. Oh, here what? she goes. No way! Oh! I'm officially impressed. I... You know, maybe this should have been a fatal five way. There's something fatal going on in there. He's going for the cut. Co- oh, no. This is why he's an international superstar. Oh, and Anna, oh. Anna, oh, a cutter! Oh, here we go. And a cutter! And wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. And what? another one. Why not? Make what? three. What? Come on. Uh oh, Kincaid, he has no idea Kincaid's behind him. He has no idea. Yeah, oh, and a oh, god. 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 Wait a minute, what in the world? And another cutter, but. but what? right? What's she doing? What? I, I, I'm, I'm speaking Get to her, her out of the ring. Yeah, oh, there you go. Backs into her in a running cutter. Kincaid is getting ready to close this thing out. It looks like, but wait! Uh, what? What's she? Is she? Oh! He takes a cutter. He just took the highlighter's girl Mark right out. Oh my God! I never thought I'd see this in my life. This is a human car crash. Hey, oh, no, The, ref. Ref. the, the, red, the, the What? What? Now, this ain't, no. What is What What, Kincaid's behind you? Watch out. Uh-oh, this is it here right here. He's done, he's done. Buckle bomb. Here he goes. It's coast over. Coast to coast, that's it. It's over. There's no way. This is it right here. He should have went for the cover, Jay. Yeah, but he's the gift. He does what he wants. Oh, it's over. This it's is over. it. This is all. And three, that's all. See you later. There's your winner, Jason, the Gift Kincaid.
0: Uh, Joe, Daniel talked earlier about how we try to keep it a family-friendly event at PIWA. Sometimes some feuds are so intense that you get those special stipulations like the brass knuckles on a pole match from the August event.
1: Um yeah, um Satan Kane versus Huff Manley. I mean those guys uh went into each other for months. They've actually uh been feuding for years in different promotions. Um the way we figured we would attempt to end it is with the brass knuckles on a pole match. Right. Um unfortunately it didn't actually come to an end. So um it was a good match great Those both those guys are are pretty incredible um but neither of them reached the the nux and uh the match pretty much got thrown out
0: daniel from a production standpoint is that match harder to film cuz i mean the fact that it could go anywhere relatively quickly
2: um I think Armstrong did a pretty good job of filming that match. I do recall that match as far as production goes being a little more, um, being a little tricky because I was tasked with attaching the 18 foot metal pole to the side of the ring. um, And I had no clue till the day of uh, until Ryan walks in and goes, Hey, my welding class built us our pole. And I go, great. Now we have to attach it to the ring. And I remember having to troubleshoot so much that day, um, running out to the hardware store, buying um, hardware to get the pole to stay attached to the ring. I still carry that hardware with me to this day in my wrestling bag in case that it comes up again.
0: Wow. The the ingenuity of uh, backstage talent. Uh, I take take my hat off to you, sir. And we'll be back with our October event in just a moment joe here we are only one match left that evening team masters versus team piwa i mean there had to be a pit in your stomach as the bell rang to start that contest
1: um (laughs) it was almost um for me anyway it was almost disgusting to watch honestly um the match itself, uh, when I go back now and I just watch the match itself, the match itself was, was great. Our fans enjoyed it. But, man, I mean, for me, the entire thing was absolutely torturous. I mean, it really was. Um, I mean, it's – Billy Masters, he's he's strong here. Mm-hmm. He's not just strong in his hands and his arms. He's strong here. That's what Ryan didn't get. You know, he played right into his hands, and I knew that that was going to happen. Um, yeah, it was. It was. It's. It's still rough for me to watch, honestly, to this day. Yeah. Uh- Daniel, what was your
0: thoughts as the match began?
2: You didn't know what was going to happen. You you almost felt threatened because at the end of that night, depending on the outcome of that match, you might walk away knowing there's going to be a next show and you're going to continue to have a job. Or you walked away knowing you didn't know what was going to happen because it was now going to be in the hands of Billy Masters.
0: Was that sentiment the same throughout, that you were having throughout the locker room? Like, uh-oh, I may not be getting booked here anymore if Billy gains control.
2: Oh, absolutely. Um, everyone felt that way. Um, it, it was, if Billy gets control, we're done. We're going to pack up and head out of town. Yeah. All right, we're
0: going to roll some footage from that match now and let you see what transpired that evening.
3: All right, we're finally gonna get this
4: started here.
1: Thank you everybody once again for coming out. Another PIWA show, another amazing turnout.
4: Um, we got a bunch of really Anybody that comes to these shows knows that I don't grab this very often because I can't stand in the public to speak. But I can tell you this right now. The half owner of this company didn't even tell me anything about this five on five, 50% of the company garbage. I found out exactly what you guys did. Ryan, I've known you since I was 12 years old. We've talked about this our whole lives. And you know what you did? You fell right into a trap. You fell in to the head games that Billy Masters plays. And you know what? <laughs> you know just as well as I do, this guy, he's not just a strong, big, powerful guy. He's strong up here too. And he plays you like a puppet. I hate to do Especially on this night. I hate to do this, but you know what? You put this company and the board of directors in a terrible position. You have put the board of directors company, hey, their company. You put their company on the line and you know what? If he wins this match and he gets 50%, I don't even know what's gonna happen to this company. I've held this in for two weeks, and I'm sorry to do this. I hate to do this at the beginning of a show, but I've had enough. I cannot believe that you just did that for no reason. You fell right into his trap. Well, it's on your head, brother. It's on your head.
3: The blood is on Ryan's hands for what happened. Seems like Team PIWA has got a little bit of uh breaking their structure. However, they're gonna have to pull it together tonight if they have any hopes of maintaining what's going on in this company right now. How's he coming back right now? Because he is Tara Ali. You think he's related to another guy named Ali? well backhand for elbow! Oh yeah! Uh, yeah. And a cutter! Yeah! Oh. Yeah! No! Go to the cover, one, two, two three! Yes! Yes! No. Masters did it! Masters did it! No. Yes! Masters! Billy Masters He's no. now the owner! Yeah! Yeah! Bye bye! This cannot be. Yeah! Happen. Yeah! Bye bye! Uh, bye
0: bye! Bye
3: no. bye! Yeah! This is the new dark Yeah, that we have entered. Yeah! Bye bye! Bye bye, Jay! Bye bye!
2: Yeah!
3: God Almighty, no!
1: And he basically pulls the PIWA title out of thin air. Um, that was definitely unexpected, but um, I didn't care. Honestly, didn't care. I was like, uh, you know what? Um, you're going to, you know, I, I'm I'm tired of messing with you. You are having a match tonight with the monster misery. Mm-hmm. And then I looked at Ryan, who I had just hired back as a talent. He had nothing to do with 50% of the company. And I looked at him and I said, You know what? You're going to be doing what you used to do, which he was a manager. And he thought for sure I was going to say misery. And I said, You're managing Billy Masters. And that was my way of punishing those two gentlemen for doing what they did to our company.
0: Right. Or, excuse me, Daniel, what was your reaction when Joe makes this announcement?
2: Didn't really know what to think. Um, Considering the show that we just came off of, um, we were going to figure out who was going to have control of the company um, to come and see Joe throw in such a power move um, to kind of do his old friend dirty. And then on top of that, try to teach Billy Masters a lesson. Um, didn't really know what to think about that.
0: One of the, I would venture to say, established talents of PIWA, Joe, Jason, the excuse me, Jason, the gift Kincaid was there in action that evening against Sean Hoodrich in what people thought was going to be a a potential match of the year candidate, but it didn't turn out being that way.
1: No, it didn't at all. Um, and Kincaid was laying into each other. I mean, they they were going at it. I mean, it was great. A great, great, great opening match. Um, And then we had a little bit of interference, sort of, from uh, people that, our fans hadn't seen, but I knew all too well, is the Ugly Ducklings. Uh it was Rob Kiljoy and Colby Carino at the time. And uh, they came out and they said, look, you know, we're here. We always want to take on the best. And you know what? You two are two of the best in the world. So we're here to take you on. So, needless to say, the Hudrich kincaid match ended. They kind of formed a bond, and we had us a main event, the Ugly Ducklings versus Sean Hudridge and Jason Kincaid.
0: Also in action that evening was Caden Pierre taking on, I believe, the debuting of Chris Crow.
1: That is correct. Um, Chris Crowe, uh, it was his very first match ever. Caden Pierre is known – Uh, for team pink um he's known for a lot of things very flamboyant obviously um but uh him and chris Crow had a great match and uh they gave us uh quite
0: a scare at one point that dan do you want to speak to that
2: so chris Crow was trained by sean hoodrich um i I think we should mention that that that's one of sean hoodrich's trainees um, Chris Crow in his very first match out attempts a suicide dive out of the ring. Um, watching that from the back was sickening because as Chris Crow goes over the top, you see him go over the top, do his suicide dive, and he came down with a sickening thud. Cliff Stowers, general manager sitting beside me watching the monitor, Uh, we gasped, we, 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 we freaked out. Um, I'm a seasoned RN. Cliff is a seasoned EMT. We both jumped into medic mode. Like this is a medical emergency. We thought Chris Crow cracked his skull. Um, we watched the rest of that match thinking we were going to have to treat him for a cracked skull, a skull fracture, or at least a concussion. Um, he continues the match, he comes backstage, Cliff and I instantly sit him down, we start assessing him, we're making sure he doesn't have a concussion. Neurologically, he checked out fine, but I do remember that being one of the moments where I had to try to put my medical training into into work there.
0: Yeah, as a man who wears many hats, we're gonna show you now, what uh, Daniel Green's talking about and maybe a little bit more of that, time permitting. Let's go over to that footage.
3: Hey, Chris Crow gonna take here. we go, here. let's fly! Whoa. Whoa. Oh, God! Chris Crow hit really hard. He is not in good, j- how is he standing? I don't know.
0: The Glue Duckings came out and put out a formal challenge to Jason Kincaid and Sean Hoodrich what were you thinking about when you got a chance to see that tag match? Is it, was it everything that you thought it would be? Um, Everything and more.
1: Um, when the ducks came out and made that challenge, me as a co-owner, I was thinking, wow, this is actually happening on my show. I mean, it, it, It shocked me. It floored me. I thought it was amazing. Um, And then to actually think what was going to happen and then watching what happened, I mean, it is Um, (laughs) jaw-dropping. These guys went a good 20, 25 minutes and gave them everything Gave our crowd everything that they possibly could. I couldn't ask for anything more. Um, the Ducks ended up with the victory. They did. But Hooder uh, Chicken Cade got a little um, retribution at the end. Yeah. Um, but uh, as far as, once again, it, it's one of those. Match of the year candidates.
0: I mean, it was incredible. Absolutely, Daniel. From a protection standpoint, and we're we're going to show the footage here in just a moment. Uh, the ending of that match, not the victory by the Ducklings, but what Hoodrich and Kincaid pulled off—it's it's pretty mind blowing, especially from what you're seeing back there.
2: So the end of that match, Hoodrich. Being Hoodrich, he does what Hoodrich does. He takes his snake. He lays it in the lap of uh, the Ugly Ducklings, which prompted the Ugly Ducklings to make a pretty quick getaway. Um, Leaves Hoodrich and Kincaid standing tall in the ring that night. Kind of sent the crowd home happy. But at the end of the day, um, the Ducklings did get that defeat, though. Or got that win.
0: Got the win, yeah, I got the, but hey, I don't know, W versus having the snake crawl over you, I might have to make a choice there, we're going to let you decide for yourself fans, we're going to show you some, some of what happened that night.
3: It's a good feeling when you get hot, across the back, with that steel pole, yeah, it's not a good feeling, you know, literally, she's using kids as battering ram,
4: what's up with that?
3: They're using everybody as battering rams, my friend. Let a man have it. All right, here's Neilio. Oh, man. Oh, my God. What a good taxi see, move. You see that, Fox? Look at the teamwork there. Yeah. Here we go. Going again. Look at that. Oh. Yeah. I like it. Oh, and a capitalization. Wait, exclamation. Nice that's lowdown. Gotta
0: be, that's got to be it. Two.
3: Oh, how, did he, how did he get out?
0: That's no idea.
3: oh Giljoy, he's upset. Pitch. Kade. at least buffers for Corino at the moment. I think KK caught him coming off the top with the elbow. But, oh, there we are, lay him up. Congrats, KK, congrats. Oh! How about that? Oh, man. Right to the chest! Oh, yeah! Right leg to the chest. But the question is, now we're at the whole, we're in the shakes of the evening here. It's time, it's nut-cutting time. Kincaid's back in the ring. Giljoy's hanging off the ring. I, I could see that, I don't. Carino, oh! Wise maneuver from Carino. Once again. Pulling him off no, One, I mean? two, three, the Lopez
4: win! what I tell you, Fox?
0: Wrap it up, ladies and gentlemen, for Daniel Green, Joe Johnson. This is Jonathan Darwin saying thank you again for joining us. And we'll see you next time for a PIWA Pride's Perspective podcast.